Welcome to the next episode of Strategize to Succeed. Selectively applying the strategies, which we discuss each week, will help you as you progress from conditions to opportunities to successes. In today's episode, we're going to focus on the topic of soft skills, what they are, why they matter, and how to master them. Perhaps the best way to define soft skills is to contrast them to the more commonly referenced hard skills. Hard skills are the traditional skills which were historically thought to be important when looking for a job. These are the skills which an employee has been taught, whether as a laborer or an executive. Anything which required schooling was likely a hard skill. All computer operations and programming, accounting, a foreign language, among so many more. In contrast, soft skills is an umbrella term which is applied to all those behavior qualities which one likely learns during childhood and through general human contact. Essentially, soft skills are all based on interpersonal contact. Although the general presumption is that one's educational background, the general source for hard skills, has been the determining factor in evaluating one's success as an employee, in fact, according to research coming from both Harvard and Stanford universities, Hard skills account for only 15% of an employee's career success. Conversely, soft skills account for 85% of one's success in the work environment. So why is that the case? Being realistic, one is usually able to learn whatever hard skill they need as they need it, whether from night school or a YouTube video or anything in between. However, soft skills are not as black and white. They tend to operate in a gray world and they require additional time and effort to develop and gel. Soft skills encompass numerous areas of behavior and depending on whom you ask, each person seems to have a differing view as to the type of behavior which qualifies as a soft skill. There are, however, a few ideas which are commonly held as benchmark behaviors represented as soft skills. Interestingly, the concept of soft skills is not limited to a fringe discussion of business philosophies. The first source of research which will be cited in this podcast episode is from the U.S. Department of Labor, and the article is entitled Soft Skills, the Competitive Edge. In general, the DOL breaks down soft skills into four categories, professionalism or work ethic, oral and written communication, teamwork and collaboration skills, and critical thinking or problem-solving skills. These categories are further identified as networking, enthusiasm, 
professionalism, communication skills, teamwork, problem solving, and critical thinking. The essence of this bundle of skills might be summarized as go to work with a good attitude, be able to listen, ask questions, and then contribute to the group effort by offering ideas and suggestions, and be respectful to others, whether co-workers or superiors. However, there are several other soft skills which should also be highlighted. The underlying theme continues to be the manner in which one conducts oneself and the way in which others are treated. Although previously noted, I am again citing communication skills as an example. The reason for my emphasis on the soft skill is that it extends well beyond being able to speak and write with clarity. As pointed out in the article, What are Soft Skills? Types, Importance, How to Develop by J.R. Incidentally, out of respect, I'm referring to the author by his initials, but his complete name is included in the transcript along with the citation. Almost 50% of communications is nonverbal. This format includes facial expressions, gestures, and body language. The other facet of communication skills, which is often overlooked, but which is critical, is listening. It is only by listening intently for both what is said and what is not said and the nuances that one is able to then communicate effectively and responsibly. Soft skills frequently overlap categories. For example, we just noted communication skills. Well, in another article, Soft Skills in the Workplace, Examples and How to Develop by Indeed Editorial Team, one of the soft skills highlighted is team player skills. Being a good team player is a collaborative effort and when successful, the entire business environment improves and becomes more productive. However, within the description of team player skills, the article includes delegation, negotiation, mediation, listening, coordination, conflict management, cooperation, and collaboration. If reviewing each of these words individually, it becomes very easy to assume that these same features would be elements of communications, and they are. Communications assumes that there are multiple people involved, such as a team. So you see that all of these skills have points of intersection because the common denominator is dealing with people. Consider some of the other soft skills noted. Adaptability, in which one is flexible and open-minded. Being detail-oriented, which can involve critical thinking, questioning, and observation. Problem-solving, which can take into account brainstorming and negotiation. Creativity, 
with the application of divergent thinking and questioning has the potential to generate innovative solutions. Time management skills include delegation, prioritization, and decision-making to accomplish goals with others within certain time constraints. And interpersonal skills, in which the purpose is to engage others to work towards a common goal, utilizing networking, diplomacy, and empathy. Any intentional behavior which has been developed to positively impact other people in furtherance of common goals may well be considered a soft skill or a form of human interaction and engagement. As you are well aware, soft skills are not taught in classes the way that hard skills can be learned. However, there are ways in which soft skills can be refined and enhanced. First, you have to know what you have by taking a self-assessment. Compare what soft skills you think that you have against a list of generally accepted soft skills. And don't be hesitant about seeking an outside opinion. Frequently, our own self-perception can be markedly different from the way in which the outside world regards us. So asking for a different perspective can be very helpful. Once you have completed the information gathering, you can decide which soft skills would be of particular interest to you for further development. If you decide that you would like to enhance your soft skills profile, there are several different approaches which you can pursue. It may be helpful for you to hire a life coach. They could focus on you personally and direct the coaching efforts to the specific areas which you feel would have direct value for you. Of course, whenever hiring any professional to help you, make sure to review their credentials and qualifications. Another method which may be a practical first step might be to explore the courses or classes offered online. Based on a brief exploration of the resources, it seems that there are both opportunities which charge and which are free of charge. Also, if you are self-motivated, there are a number of books available on Amazon, for example, which pertain to developing your soft skills. Finally, explore professional associations, conferences, community bulletin boards, and company human resources. The term soft skills is becoming rather universal, so the availability of information and training in this area is becoming more widely available. Make sure that when applying for a position, share with a prospective employer your awareness of your soft skills by highlighting perhaps two or three for illustration in your cover letter or resume. Don't just list them though. Instead, reveal them by telling a brief story of how they were of benefit in your job and would be an asset to your next position. Keep in mind 
that for most of you, although likely undisclosed, soft skills have always been an element of your personality. What has changed somewhat is that these skills have now become an acknowledged and more important part of the world around us. Greater emphasis is put on the development of soft skills and their contribution to a productive work environment. As a result, it makes sense to take stock of your personal qualities and apply them as appropriate. Thank you for sharing your time today. Remember your application of strategic decision-making approaches can result in more beneficial outcomes for you, both professionally and personally. Why not turn that process into your opportunity?